Hey everyone, welcome to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Friday, it is March 6th, it's 2020, and we have 10 basketball games to talk about here on today's slate. I'm joined by my good buddy, Will, Chief Justice 06. How are you doing, my friend? I am doing fantastic. Big slate of games. Uh, a lot of good points I think we'll be able to pull out of this one. And I'm going to keep banging this drum. MLB will be here 21 days, people. 21 days. Let's get excited. Uh, and hopefully we can help you make some money until then and thereafter. So I, I'm ready to get cracking, man. Could, could Let's be get excited or we're already excited? <laughs> we're already excited. <laughs> um, I'm with you. I'm ready for baseball. Um, glad the NASCAR's back. Got basketball rolling here. Talked about the tears contest on the podcast yesterday. Um, again, I, I feel like those things are really soft. If you're getting getting to the point where you need a break from salary cap formats here towards the end of the season, make sure you you checking those things out because they're just they're fun. At this time of the year, it's hard to find stuff that's fun uh, with the main slates and everything. It, it's just it's tough. It surely is tough. So, man, hey, hey and if if you're ready, if you're like me, I like Showdown NBA. It's it's a good time to practice now because the playoffs are coming. The playoffs are coming. I love playoff NBA. the The rotations and stuff being easier to track is just so much fun. So yes. All right, we got 10 games. We're going to jump into it here. We get started with Atlanta at Washington, 246.5 total. Washington favored by three in this game. Capella and Labassier remain out. Ish Smith on the Washington side is out. Let's start here with Atlanta. Obviously, you know, Washington's been playing a little bit better defense, but we get two of the fastest-paced teams in the NBA. This game's going to be back and forth, up and down. Will, what's standing out to you here for Atlanta? Man, uh, Trey Young, Trey Young, more Trey Young. Uh, today is the day, people. Uh, Trey Young, Washington has been getting demolished mostly. I mean, by by, by point guards, it's, it's just been ugly. I I don't see any way that I'm, I'm fading Trey Young on this slate. Um, I think every you know, if I play, let's say I play five ten lineups, I almost feel like everyone might start with Trey and Bradley Beal. I know we've got some other studs out there. But, you know, uh, Trey Young is pretty much about the top play on the board for me today. Um, outside of that, obviously, we know we'll have Kevin Herter Her- Her- that's going to play a little bit, um, you know, giving him all the minutes he can handle. Uh, pretty much playing probably going to be in the 30s. He's a guy that I like. Uh, you know, if, if Cam Reddish, well, he's, he's back. So I guess we kind of got to decide between him and DeAndre Hunter. I've got – I need to look at a chart. Um, they're kind of determined, but one of these guys, one of one of these guys, is going to have a good game. It's just how it works with this team. Um, I don't hate John Collins, uh, you know, with with where he's priced. I mean, I think there's some profit potential in this spot, um, but I don't feel like I have to have him. Trey Young, on the other hand, I, I feel like it's about as close to a must play. Uh, it, it, is there if if there ever was one for this for this game? So I think top two plays: Trey Young, Kevin Herter, and then uh, I probably go to either Cam Reddish or a uh, DeAndre Hunter after that. Yeah, you could play the salary cap game with those two guys and just you know play Reddish 
because he's cheaper, assuming that like he's not really limited minutes wise, it's a it's a good matchup here. So I like Reddish. I I think he'll play plenty of minutes. Um I don't mind Herder. Trey Young, I'm with you. I know he's expensive, but the matchup is fantastic. Even with Washington playing a little bit better this season, they still have struggled against point guards. He's averaging 56 fantasy points um, in the first two meetings against this team already this season. So this game's going to be back and forth, up and down. Um, gotta just gotta love that, right? Like there, there's nothing better than games that you know we get fast pace, barely defense. Um, you know, if we're looking at like defensive efficiency Atlanta over the last month is 29th um so even though Washington's been better they're still 13th it's not like they've been that much better but when we look at pace both of these teams in the top five and pace over the last month let's go to the Washington side of things obviously Bradley Beal fantastic play here you know the other guy that I like here is Napier um I don't know if he'll play like massive amount of minutes but I think the upside is there um, I don't mind him a little bit here with Noah Smith. Um, outside of that, you know, it's tough. You know, you could take shots on some of these guys. Uh, Jerome Robinson has been playing pretty decent minutes. He's really cheap across the industry. You could roll the dice there. Um, what do you like here for Washington? Yeah, kind of the same, man. Really, they're not – it's Bradley Beal all the way. I do think Napier is in play here against uh, Atlanta. I mean, I, I think he's going to be a great play. Uh, Hachimura, Bertans, you know, these guys should be involved as well. Um, so I, I think almost all the pieces that are getting substantial minutes are in play. This whole game is in play. Um, I mean, you could very well have yourself set up for a possible tournament takedown just by a couple pieces from this game to, to kick off your night. I'm certainly going to have pieces from this game to kick off tonight. So uh, I'm excited about it. And, you know, I, I just think all these guys are going to play. Bertans, Hachimura, Thomas Bryant will be back. Um, you know, maybe you can squeeze a few minutes out of him. You know, he's uh, 4K. I, I think that's fair. If he gets 20 minutes, he could put up 30 in this spot. So uh, all, all these guys, man, that are going to get substantial minutes, in my opinion, are in play. I love the Napier call. I think I think if he gets 28 minutes in this one, it, it, could, it could be some really good profit potential. Roll the dice. Um, it's a Friday slate. You never know what's going to happen. Like, as crazy as basketball been, has been in general this year, you just, we don't know. We don't know. Like, basketball has been <laughs> insane this year. So, like, if you, feel, if, if you feel like you have a tournament play that you like and maybe nobody's talking about, don't be afraid to roll that dice. It's been don't crazy be this season. Um, just – take advantage of the fact that like you might get low ownership on these guys. So um, that that's, it's my best advice right now for anybody is just roll that dice and take shots. Um, we don't know what's going to happen. Like we could sit here and, you know, try to guess as much as we want, but it doesn't matter at the end of the day. Um, the rotations are insane right now. Yeah. For sure. San Antonio at Brooklyn. No total in this game. LMA is out. Potal is out. Temple is doubtful. Um, let's start here with the San Antonio side of things. Like, I know DeRozan hasn't had, like, a big game with these guys out. But DeRozan's 7,200 going up against Brooklyn. Um, I just – I have a hard time not liking him 
more than I probably should in this spot. Um, you know, Brooklyn middle of the road defense against shooting guards all season. We know the usage the the usage is going to be pretty crazy here. Um, Will talk me out of playing Demar Derozan here. Uh, Demar Derozan cost me twenty thousand dollars about three days ago. So. <laughs> there you go. You talk me out of no. <laughs> and I'm just kidding. <laughs> Listen, man. Uh, I, I mean, as much as it, it pays me to say it, because the wound is still a little sore, I'm just pulling the scab <laughs> off of it. He's a good play, man. 7,200. Uh, like you said, he's going to have all the usage here. The only thing that's been concerning for me, realistically, is his shot attempts. You know, I, I was really expecting him to probably get, you know, 18 to 25 shots here with LMA out, and that, that just hasn't been the case. So, um, you know, only shot the ball 11 times against Charlotte, you know, 10 times against Indiana. So I, I'm, not, I'm not sure what's going on there. But bottom line is he's still in play, man. This is a fantastic spot. Um, outside of him, you know, I, I, I do think DeJounte Murray is going to be fine. I still think Trey Lyles is going to be fine. He had a rough game against Charlotte, but still played 33 minutes. So I, I'm really, really not worried. Uh, Rudy Gay, that game played about 26 minutes. If we're going to get 26 minutes from – Rudy Gay a little bit more consistently. Um, I think he's a flyer, another flyer you can plug in. Yeah, I'm not I'm not worried about Trey Lyles at all. I know he was uh, pretty popular the other night and didn't have, like, the best game in the world. But you dig into that game a little bit more, he didn't shoot the ball amazing. Um, and just, like, he still played the minutes. Like, at the end of the day, we're playing these value guys for minutes. Um, you know, and, and that's what we're looking for. Trey Lyles, uh, again, I, I, I feel like he is – one of, if not uh, the top value play on the slate. Uh, I think he's yeah. still too cheap with LMA and Potal out. And I'm just going to I'm gonna take advantage of it. I hope people don't play him. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm right, I, back, right back on it. Yeah, the crazy part about it is I, I actually feel good. I didn't feel good that day, but because of the lackadaisical performance, he didn't go up in price. He actually went down a little bit. So I, I – well, at least on FanDuel he went down, I think, so. Uh, I'm with you, man. Right, right back to the well on these guys. Uh, is there anybody else that's, you know, kind of standing out to you for San Antonio? I mean, Patty Mills has kind of been been doing a little something. He's 3,400 on DK. Um, you know, maybe maybe you look at that if you really need to dig to the bottom of the barrel for some salary relief. Um, and DeJounte Murray is a guy I like. You know, I'll bring him up again. I like him. Um, but other than that, I, I think I'm good. Well, the thing is, like uh, when you mentioned, um, you mentioned, oh, Patty Mills. Um, sorry, like mine, mine slipped my mind there for a second. Like Patty Mills playing about 22 to 23 minutes a night, even with these guys out. The thing about Patty Mills is the dude is is just getting so much usage with the second unit, um, and that that's why you're 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 taking shots on him here, like. You're taking shots on the fact that, like, he's getting usage. Like, he's playing the second unit with Derek White, Marco Bellinelli, Lonnie Walker, and Rudy Gay. Um, and, and, like, if you just look at all those names, it's like, all right, I can see why I'll take some shots here on a guy like Patty Mills because the the upside is is there even in 22 minutes. But he's 3,400. He can go for – you know, eight to ten x at that price in this matchup. So just just touching and, on it a little bit. I did a little bit of research on Patty Mills before we got started here. Yeah, and he is the minimum on FanDuel. Like, I mean, I know he's pretty much the minimum on DK, but on FanDuel, he is thirty five hundred exclusively. So 
I I think it could be worth it, man. I, I think it could be worth it. I always like cheap. It's fun to me. I like being cheap. <laughs> <laughs> um brooklyn side of things they you know they have some injuries lavert uh big game and then kind of died off the second game on the second end of the back-to-back man it was a blowout coming he had 30 and three quarters it didn't play it was a blowout same thing happened to jv man i that, that was another game that killed my profit potential as you can see i've had a rough week with blowouts and guys not get where they need to be i, I got a text I from hijack. will <laughs> We're not getting our J-Val um, upside game tonight. <laughs> no. Oh, man. He had 32 and 3-3, and, th- three, three, and I said, well, there we go. He We're not going to get it. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun. This has been my luck with, like, Valanchunas lately, too, is, like, oh, every time I play Valanchunas, they blow teams out, and it's like, Memphis isn't supposed to be blowing teams out. What's right. up with this? What's, what is this? <laughs> Like that, that's not what I'm playing Valentinus for. Um, right. So we had, a, we had a fun laugh about that. But yes. Um, anyway, yeah, I don't mind Levert here um, at 7,200 on, you know, in this matchup against San Antonio. I, I feel like people still, even at this point of the season, think San Antonio is good at defense and they're, they're not. Uh, so take advantage of that. Yeah. And, and Dinwiddie and, and, and Levert are both cheap, man. I, uh, I'm sorry, I'm looking at FanDuel prices. Let me pull up DK real quick. Yeah, I mean, 7,300. Okay. Yeah, 7K. I guess if you're, if I wasn't going to play Trey Young and Beal, I, I could probably get away with it. That, because I'm playing Trey Young and Beal, uh, this would have you're to be You're bargain shopping today. That's what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. This would have to be some secondary stuff. I still think Levert's in play um, and Dinwiddie, of course. Joe Harris had a big game, but I'm not buying into that. Um, he's going to have them from time to time. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, honestly, I think that's about it. Torian Prince was a guy uh, to begin the season. I thought, you know, may have had carved out a little bit more of a role, but just not materializing. Jared Allen is actually too cheap in my opinion, but his minutes are all over the place. And I don't know when he's going to play 25 and when Jordan's going to play 30. And um, So I, I'd rather just avoid that situation altogether. Yeah, my biggest worry with those guys today is just are they going to need the size in this game with, like, Lyles playing the the five potentially. So, mm-hmm. that's yeah. that's my biggest concern when looking at those guys in this slate. So, you can take shots. Sure, why not? Take a shot. Um, yeah. I don't hate it. But, uh, again, I, that's the reason that I don't love it. Yes. Um, OKC at New York, 219 total. Thunder favored by seven in this game. Not a lot of injury news here that we're watching. Mitchell Robinson's questionable. DSJ's out. OKC's good to go. Um, anything standing out to you here on the Thunder? Nope. Scratching this game off. Yeah, I don't I don't love this one. <laughs> and it's weird to it's weird to say that like when you when you look at like New York, their team that, you know, they allow Pretty middle-of-the-road fantasy points per game to just about every position, really. Um, they really struggle against small forwards this season. So, like, when I'm looking at this game, I'm with you. I don't love this game. I think Gallinari has a nice floor if you want to play him in cash games. Perfectly okay with that. Um, Steven Adams, they don't really have anybody to really match up with him. But, like, he just hasn't been good ever since he got hurt. Um, he's been very hit or miss. And it's just, like – He's just why are you why are you only taking five shots a game? Get double digit shots and I'll start playing you again. But yes, 
I never talk anybody over, you know, playing like Chris Paul or SGA or Schroeder. But like when I'm looking at OKC, Gallinari is your cash play. Outside of that, that's kind of it for me. You know, I, I don't really see anything else. And then on the Knicks side of things, like Julius Randle is always an interesting large field tournament play. He has 60 point upside in any matchup. He's gone over 44 fantasy or 40 fantasy points in four straight games. Um, I don't mind Julius Randle. It doesn't seem like they want to raise his price either. Yeah, man. I mean, Randall, Randall's definitely, I think, a fair price. Along with RJ, I'm just – I just feel like I'm just going to scratch this game off still, though. I I just think there are so many other spots that I could get involved in besides trying to chase upside games from, from OKC and the Knicks on, on this particular slate, just on this slate. Yeah, Barrett, he's been – obviously, he's been shooting the ball more finally, um, but don't love the matchup for him in this one. Orlando at Minnesota, 234.5 here. Orlando favored by two in this game. Aminu and Isaac are both out. Fournier is doubtful, and then Carl Anthony Towns is out. I might be a homer here, Will, but the Orlando Magic, probably my favorite team on the slate. Um, massive pace upgrade, which we like. This game is on the road, which it should play more towards the Minnesota pace. And with no Fournier – it frees up a lot here, um, you know, for Fultz, for Fournier, for um, Ross. Like, again, I, like I said, I might be a homer here, but um, really liking my Orlando Magic in this game. And Terrence Ross, over 30 fantasy points in like, let me see, one, two, three, four, five, six, six of the last seven, over 30. Autoplay. I mean, they're playing Minnesota today. Uh, no question. Uh, one of the best plays on the slate, in my opinion. Mr. Terrence Ross, uh, come on down. You're the next contestant on The Price is Right. And The Price is at 5700 I feel extremely comfortable there. He's a little bit cheaper on, on FanDuel. But at this price, playing this team, um, I'll take 35 fantasy points for 5700 any day of the week at that price. Uh, love Terrence Ross today. Uh, I like Markel Fultz as well, of course. I've always said that I feel like he's, you know, a little bit too cheap, especially for a spot like this. So I like him a lot. Uh, Aaron Gordon is back, but, man, he's expensive at 8600 I will not be playing him at that price. Uh, Vooch is 8900 feel a little bit more comfortable there. But my main guys from this team are definitely going to be the value guys. Uh, Fultz and uh, Terrence Ross – Two of my favorite value plays on the slate, bar none. Yeah, you know, I, I dug into this before we got started here. Fold 6% usage increase with Aminu, Fournier, and Isaac off the floor this season. Ross, 4% increase. Both of these guys averaging over a fantasy point per minute with these guys off the floor. Uh, large sample sizes, too, over 170 minutes for both of those guys to get these sample sizes. So, And the best thing about it is I don't think they'll start Terrence Ross. They really like him with the second unit which is perfectly fine because they'll probably finish. I think, like, Ennis will start this game. Um, oh, for sure. For sure. I'm with you 100%. And he, he's been starting, but, like, I think Ennis moves down to, like, the three and they, like, start Birch or something at the four. Or they use a guy like, um, you know, Gary Clark, who they used the other day um, as well. Like, I just don't think they're going to start Fournier, which really makes me like him even more. Or not Fournier, Ross. <laughs> Um, so again, I love the magic here. It's a fantastic spot for Vooch. Um, I'm with you on Gordon. He's too expensive. 
like Ross, like Foltz. Um, Ennis is going to play a big, you know, 30 plus minutes in this game. He's really cheap. So a lot of different ways to attack the Orlando magic in this pace up spot. And their implied team total is a lot higher than their season average fantasy board, just in points in general. So love the Orlando magic here. Um, Minnesota side of things. Well, what are we looking at here on the Timberwolves? Yeah, man, I think everything, you know, in Minnesota right now, I feel like it's the same situation, man. We want to kind of look and see where the value is. Uh, Nas Reed is 5,800 now, so I think he's kind of getting close to that point where we say, uh, do we still want to play him? Not because I feel like it's a lack of production, but because his minutes, he's not going to pass 30 minutes. He's going to hover around, in my opinion, 25 to 28 minutes. So, um, which I mean, obviously – 28 minutes, I think, is still fine. Um, but I, I don't feel as compelled to play Nas Reed um, like, I, like I did. Hernan Gomez, I don't mind. Um, I, I don't mind Beasley at 5,900 uh, just because I feel like he can kind of score in bunches a little bit more. I'm not really interested in D'Angelo at 8,800. I, I think he's kind of been priced out as well. Uh, so just, just kind of those couple value pieces for Minnesota, and I'll move it along from there. Well, the thing is, like, I haven't played Nas Reed at all, and I, I, I definitely feel like I've missed the boat on some big games. If he stays out of foul trouble here, they need his size. The Magic play big. Um, they, they need his size, which I, I think obviously gives them a little bit of upside in this spot, but you don't feel good about paying this price for him. So I think Hernan Gomez is another guy. I've been talking about him a lot. I've been playing him a lot um, over – you know, 30 fantasy points now in three of the last four games. He's 5,500. Kind of sharper than that Chicago game, but he really didn't struggle. 12.7 boards, just didn't get that extra little oomph. Um, so mm-hmm. I, I'm perfectly fine going back to the well on a guy like Hernan Gomez um, just because I, I don't see a reason not to have interest in him on, on this slate where they're going to need size. And all it takes is Nas Reed to get a little bit you know, in foul trouble. And then like they're using him even more in this spot. So I like Kernan Gomez a lot for tournaments. Um, you mentioned Malik Beasley. I don't mind Malik Beasley and um, I don't hate James Johnson. I think James Johnson's going to play closer to like 25 minutes here at 4,900. I wish James Johnson was a little bit cheaper, but you know, beggars can't oh, yeah. be choosers. So what are we going to do? Uh, moving on, Will, we got uh, Indiana at Chicago. No total in this one. Brogdon is doubtful. Lamb is out. McDermott's questionable. Oladipo's questionable. Chakar Sampson's questionable. TJ Warren's questionable. On the Chicago side of things, Dunn is out. Cornette is out. And Levine is out. Uh, Levine, um, man, oh, man, Indiana, everybody's questionable here. Um, Sabonis isn't, but if these guys sit, like with Brogdon doubtful, if Warren ends up sitting, like I hate to say it, but we're looking at like Aaron Holiday. We're looking at like TJ McConnell. Um, we're looking at Justin Holiday. Like it's just the, these guys are going to be just too too cheap for this type of slate um, if these guys end up sitting. Yeah, and on top of that, they're playing the Chicago Bulls. So I, I'm pretty excited about this spot. You know, we were kind of – this, this team is one of the reasons that I'm not afraid to pull the trigger on Trey and Bradley Beal to just kick my night off with, let's say, 120 points between the two of them. 
Um, because this Indiana team has so much value, so much value. Like you said, if these guys are out, I think my favorite player is actually going to be Justin Holiday because he's 3,400. I mean, just plug him in. You know, just plug in Justin Holiday. Uh, you know, then you can go kind of double back. You'll have some bonus who you'll absolutely want to plug in. I mean, this this is an exciting spot for value. And, and in my opinion, even though the price on Sabonis is 8700 with all those guys out, that feels like a value play to me. It feels like he's got almost an automatic path to 60. Uh, we're not going to have to guess who my 6X player of the day is. We'll come back to it. I won't tell you, but hint, hint, we may be talking about him right now, right now. Love Sabonis. Love this Indiana value. I'm actually hoping Oladipo, Warren, and Brogdon just do not play so I can play these guys. Love the value here. Yeah, for sure. Um, I just – the only – all right, not trying to play devil's advocate by any means. Like, the only concern that I have here is, like, out of nowhere, they give, like, um, Sumner minutes um or something along those lines the guy hasn't played a ton he's been dealing with a bunch of injuries i'm just concerned that like out of nowhere this guy gets minutes like that's my only concern but like it might still not matter like it, there's so many potential minutes to go around here if warren sits if oladipo sits Ooh. if brogdon's doubtful so like it could be one of those instances where they only have like eight or nine active guys. So you're really going to have to be paying attention uh, to the, the Pacers injury news here on this slate because <laughs> it could be, could be, could be an ugly one. You, you um, may, I mean, the, the crazy thing about it, Stevie, is at these prices, right? Like we've seen Justin Holiday when, when guys are out. He could put up 35-40 here in this spot against Chicago – and then maybe you get another 30 to 35 from one of the other cheap guys and another 30 to 35. So you could realistically end up with three pacers and Sabonis. So four pacers, and they could all get 40-plus. I mean, I, I, it's possible. I'm not saying they're going to, but it's definitely within the realm of possibility. This would be a value team for sure. And, and, and I, I think you're onto something there with Mr. Sumner at 3K. Uh, you know, if we're building groups, I, I think we maybe plug him in a group and say, in the Sumner group, maybe we only play two of the guys instead of like three of them. You know, uh, large I, field I, I tournaments only. Y- y- yes, field. yes, yes, yes. My large single entry. Yes, yes. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> just, just making sure. Um, you know, we might have. You know, we might have some new listeners. Making sure that they know. Um, Chicago side of things, man, Kobe White's been fantastic here recently. You know, over 17 shot attempts in, you know, six straight games. Um, now Levine out, like, he's going to take the shots. Sanaransky's going to take the shots. Um, the interesting guys here, Wendell Carter Jr., he played a couple extra minutes. Um, you know, he was only supposed to play like 22 minutes and ended up playing like 25 minutes. Otto Porter Jr., he, they have been very careful with him. They said 20 to 22, and he played 18 the other night. Um, what's standing out to you here for the Bulls? Yeah, I mean, I, it's, I feel like it's the Kobe White show. And, of course, as soon as I talk, talk Daddy is young down, he goes out and drops another 40 burger. Hey, I tried to tell you. <laughs> yes, you did. Uh, I'm still not playing Daddy is young. I'm, I wouldn't either. Sat, 
He'll just have to burn me. Now that Laurie's back, Laurie played 20 minutes. We'll, we'll see. But I, I think it's just kind of, you know, these couple of guards, man, Kobe and Sadoransky, uh, those, those would be my top two bulls if I were going to play any. Uh, I'm not playing Otto Porter. I don't think I'm going to play Valentine. I, I think those are the only two guys I would consider playing. Yeah, like if I'm playing all those pacers and like we're using all this value on Indiana side of things, like we're more than likely going to run it back here with a bull. Kobe White's probably my favorite. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Without yeah, question. Uh, it's not even close. <laughs> yep. Yep. You know, like, yeah, that's, that's really it for me. Um, Miami at New Orleans, 235.5 total here. You know, New Orleans favored by two in this game. Hero and Leonard remain out. Miller and Reddick remain out. Uh, Kendrick Williams expected to play. We talked a little bit uh, – we talked a lot about Orlando getting pace bump. This is a nice pace bump for Miami as well. Uh, let's start here with the Bulls. What's standing out to you here for the Heat? Not the Bulls. Yeah, yeah, we're good, man. Tell um, I'm tired. <laughs> but, hey, man, you, you're putting in that work, man. It's NASCAR season, so we, we understand. Um, I, I think this is a good spot for Jimmy Butler. I know he hasn't really been hitting value per se, but it uh, feels like everybody's hitting value or exceeding value against New Orleans. Uh, this is a good spot for him. Duncan Robinson, again, I mean, as long as he's going to be playing 30-plus 30, 30 minutes at this price in this type of environment, um, I think this is a great price for him. Jay Crowder, I feel the same way. We're going to get 30 minutes from Jay Crowder against New Orleans. Uh, I think this is a fantastic spot. Same thing for Bam Adebayo. Uh, you know, I, I like these guys. I saw Kelly Olenek kind of had somewhat of an upside game against Orlando, but that was only six minutes. I'm not reading into that. Um just going to let him sit on the shelf. And then Goran Dragic is a guy, man, I've, I've been talking about him. I've been saying I've been playing him and kind of getting him right. I did play him against Orlando, but then, of course, you know, he comes up and drops another 40 spot. Uh, what better place for him to drop it than against New Orleans? So I think he's a sneaky tournament play. Uh, he, he may be on our list for the, uh, for the, end, of the end of the pie game as well, uh, a guy that I really like here. Yeah, like, I, I like the Butler call. This seems like the spot he would go off. He put up 50 fantasy points against this team earlier this year. I really like Butler. Outside yes. of that, I think there's secondary pieces here. You know, Gordon Drogic, Nunn, Crowder, Robinson. They're all secondary pieces. I'd probably throw those guys in a group and not play too many of those guys together. But I love Butler. I think Bam has a ton of upside in this matchup, but like he really hasn't shown it. He gone, he went for 50 in this uh, matchup earlier this season too. So like the upside's there for Bam and Butler. The ceiling is there for those two guys. Um, I, I think these other guys are just secondary plays. I'm with you. I wouldn't take Olenek. Um, that was a product of matchup. The Magic play big. Uh, again, like, you know, we talked about it when we were talking about them. Like, Teams have to play Orlando a little differently sometimes just because they don't typically go small. Um, the New Orleans side of things here, Will, my dude Lonzo Ball is absolutely balling right now. Um, over 50 fantasy points in three straight games. Nobody likes playing Lonzo. This game I, I worry a little bit more. Um, I've been playing him a lot here recently. I've been talking about him a lot. But, Will, when I'm looking at this matchup, it's not the same type of matchup. It's not a fast-paced game. There's actually going to be some defense played here. Um, I'm worried a little bit about Lonzo. But if Butler guards Drew, I think Lonzo could benefit from that too. Yeah, man, another team that has put a sour taste in my mouth. O overtime last night just 
destroyed my profits. You, so you guys can kind of hear how my week has has gone. Uh, I said I wasn't always Friday. Well, so sorry about that. Yeah. Oh, this lady is going to be killer. I, I've already won it right now. Uh, so. <laughs> He's like, but I yeah, woke I, up this morning. I won this slate. Yes, yes. I, I, I do like Zion here. I think this is a good spot for him. Um, I, I feel like, you know, on the interior, you know, Miami has, has given up a few points there. So I, I, I like him a lot. Um, I'm not going to play Brandon Ingram. I'm not playing Drew Holiday. Lonzo Ball has just been out of his mind from a fantasy perspective and a real-life perspective. Past two games, 26 and 25 points, respectively. Still getting rebounds, still getting assists, still getting steals, still getting blocked. That's what you got to like about Lonzo Ball. He doesn't have to score 20 real points to get 40 fantasy points. He could easily get there with steals, blocks, assists, and rebounds. So uh, I actually, if if you're stacking this game, I don't think you do it without Lonzo Ball. So I, I right. love that call. Welcome to the crowd. You guys should have jumped on our – no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, like Lonzo's been great. And like I said, if if Butler does guard Drew, um, I, I think it – obviously I think it helps the upside to one of these guys. And I, I'm just kind of hoping it's potentially Lonzo here. But, you know, Zion, any matchup you can play him. I just – he's in that like weird price range um, – where like he has some ceiling in some of these games. I'm not saying he doesn't by any means. Um, it's just like, he's in that like weird range to me. Oh yeah. I got you. I got you. All right. Everybody's favorite game on this slate, Utah at Boston. I hope you heard the sarcasm there. Um, <laughs> no total in this one, Gordon Hayward and Jalen Brown already ruled out for this game. Let's start with the Utah side of things. I think, well, I think this game's competitive. Um, so like, I don't mind looking at Utah here. It's just like my favorite play from Utah is probably Mike Conley. Yeah, man, I'm with you. Uh, Mike Conley has pretty much, uh, been my favorite play as long as they're going to keep his price in this range yet again, Stevie, you know, price was 5,700. I mean, barely got there, but 29 fantasy points again. And today he's 5,400. I will gladly accept 30 to 32 fantasy points at this price every day. I, I will do it every day. So uh, I like Conley here. I'm with you. Definitely my favorite uh, Utah Jazz player on the slate. And that's about it, man. I, I'm, I'm, I'm right in the corner with you. Yeah, because, like, I don't mind, Mitchell. I don't mind. I think Rudy Gobert could absolutely crush here. It's just the the, the centers are just so strong in this play. Are you oh, really yeah. going to play Rudy Gobert – over some of these other guys like you know we're going to talk about some of these other guys but you got like Whiteside at Phoenix with no Aiton coming up we talked about Vooch we talked about Sabonis uh we talked about Bam like yes you know Valanciunas even like you know there's just so many center plays on this slate I think Rudy Gobert is in a good spot I really do if you're playing on, like, a fantasy draft where you could play 15 centers if you want to, all joking aside, he could really crush in this spot. So, um, I don't mind him over on, like, fantasy drafts, <laughs> but, like, FanDuel, one center. DraftKings, two centers. Yahoo, two centers. This is a spot I think Rudy Gobert just doesn't make the cut, even though I think it's a really good spot. Uh, but I do like him over on fantasy draft. Let's go to the Boston side of things. Um, you know, we saw Kimba – you know, they didn't play the second end of the back-to-back, played 23 minutes on the first end. I think they're going to be very careful with his minutes. Um, 
But the big thing here, Jason Tatum came back. He played 40 minutes. I know it's a matchup with Utah, and I know paying 10K for Jason Tatum isn't sexy, but the usage is going to be there. Um, Will, it's hard not to have, like, some serious interest in Jason Tatum, even at 10K. My biggest issue when I'm looking at it overall is just, like, I'm with you. I like Trey Young a lot. I like Bradley Beal a lot. But if I'm not playing those guys or if I'm playing a late slate or something, it's hard. It's hard not to just load up on the dude that's, you know, one of the hottest players in the NBA right now. Yeah, man, it, it is hard. But I, I definitely think there's some sticker shock there. But it's, it's, it's like you said, man, when you got Hayward out and you got Brown out, I mean, I, it, I almost feel like uh, I wish Kimball was out, but – I'm not really worried about it with, with Kim. Yeah, but is he really going to play like 30-plus minutes? That's the no, no, no. Not, yeah, that's what I was going to say, but I'm not as worried because of the minutes, minutes restriction. So as much as it pains me to, to recommend Jason Tatum at 10K, I, I think he's probably one of the best tournament plays out there. Wouldn't you agree? Because, I mean, I don't, I don't see too many guys playing Jason Tatum at 10K against Utah. I hope not. I, I just – I don't see it. I, I don't see it. I mean, I'm – I, I, I'm not going to do it, not in my main team. So, um, not that what I'm going to do is shaping anybody's slate, but realistically, would you rather play Jason Tatum at home against Utah, even with the bodies down, or would you rather play Bradley Beal against Atlanta? I think everybody's going to choose Beal, and probably so will I. For that reason, like I said, I think Tatum is a fantastic tournament play because when you open up the slate and you see 10K for Tatum, I mean, it's the ultimate sticker shock. So, I'm with you, man. Tatum would, would be a great play. Um, you know, I, I don't mind Marcus Smart again, but with Kemba back, I just – I mean, maybe it'll help him, but I, I just don't see it. Not at this price. Is Marcus Smart chalk? Yes or no? If he's chalk, fade him. If not, play him. That, that's how that, – my Marcus Smart <laughs> algorithm right there. Because every time he's chalk, he busts. Um, every time been, he's not chalk, he doesn't bust. But you've been hanging Jason out with Tatum, Allen too long. What's that? You've been hanging out with Allen too long. Maybe. Like, uh, <laughs> the, the guy, like Jason Tatum has a 36% usage rate when Brown and Hayward are off the floor. And, like, that's for the season. Well, if we go, like, let's just look at the last four weeks because Tatum's been playing way different here over the last four weeks. 35%, like, it's just – it's high. And, like, there's no reason not to have interest in Jason Tatum. I like him even more if he's going to be a guy people stay away from because he's expensive. Um, sign me up. Like, Yes. I, I love being contrarian by using salary, um, you know, to be different. And, you know, I talk about it on this podcast all the time. It's just let, – let other people overthink just – Guys being out in good spots because that's fine with me. Um, I don't think anything else, right? So let's move on. Memphis at Dallas. Um, no total in this one. Clark, Triple J, Winslow remain out. J.J. Barea is questionable. Brunson's out. Luca is questionable. That is dictating the whole slate, and we will have to wait and see. Um, Finney Smith is questionable and Hardaway is questionable. You can tell that we're starting to get later in the season uh, when the injury reports become longer and longer and longer. 
my least favorite thing about NBA DFS. Um, Will, what are we looking at here? It's tough the night before. If Lucas sits, Porzingis is fantastic. Oh, man. Yeah, if he sits, you look, man, if he sits, you better play Porzingis because right now, we kind of talk, I think I kind of talked about this the last pod we had, Stevie, where, you know, we're saying, hey, Porzingis has actually been performing admirably with Luca playing on the floor. I mean, if you look at the past few games, 67, 75, 44, 56, 30, 56, 50. I mean, the guy's just been fantastic, man. So if Luca sits, Porzingis is going to be a top player on the board, especially in, against a team like Memphis. Um, and, and listen, we have the value place to do it. So uh, I would be ecstatic uh, to play Kristaps Porzingis against Memphis. If Luca plays, obviously, uh, he would still be a great tournament play, but I, I would have a lot less interest. Yeah, like obviously, you know, Luca is going to dictate this one, um, whether he plays or not, to, to determine the value of Porzingis. So, um, and I started with the, the home team there just because we had a ton of injuries. Memphis side of things, if you expect this game to stay close, um, Valanciunas, when you look at his game log, it's like, eh. But the fact that, like, they have been in blowouts the last two games has kept his price to 7400 because he has been on his way to crushing in both games. Oh both gosh. games he's been on his way to 30-plus minutes and absolutely crushing. Um, you know, all joking aside, like I said, Will and I were exchanging texts the other night, and, and, like, we're not getting that game, Will. <laughs> nothing more tilting than not getting that game because of a blowout but um this is a great spot to look at valentunas if this game stays close he should crush here um not saying it's going to stay close i'm just saying if it does uh memphis is blowing everybody out right now (laughs) yeah man I, i i don't see the blowout on the road in dallas porzingis playing like a man with his hair on fire um i think this game would be competitive i definitely think jv's in play um, if all these guys were to sit, I mean, I think John Morant would be in play as well because his minutes have obviously been cut down. You know, I mean, we're talking about JV. John had 33 and 29 minutes against Brooklyn. You know, imagine if he gets five or six extra minutes. He's on his way to 40-plus. So, uh, I think John would be in play here as well. And, and then one last piece, man. I actually think Dylan Brooks is in play here in this game. Um, you know, I, I think he could get the 30 minutes if the game's competitive here which could possibly lead him to 30 fantasy points. I mean, Dallas hasn't really uh, done much to slow down, you know, shooting guards over the season. So I don't expect them to slow down now. I have to pull out a a, a crane and chief statement. You know, Dylan Brooks may be sucking, but he will be chucking. Uh, So I I like Dylan Brooks here against Dallas in a spot where they'll, they'll probably need him to score a few buckets. Talk about a guy that's cost me a ton of money this season. Um Good old-fashioned <laughs> Dylan Brooks. <laughs> Portland at Phoenix. No total on this one. Collins and Hood remain out. Aiton is doubtful. Cam Johnson's out. Kaminsky's out. And Ubre's out. So, let's start here with the Portland side of things. Um, Lillard came back, played 32 minutes. Looks like he's going to play his normal amount of minutes. Uh, we definitely saw a decrease in usage uh, for C.J. McCollum. He still got 18 shots, but it wasn't like that 25 to, to 28 that he was putting up. You know, I, I like Portland. I like Whiteside. It's just I feel like the three studs in this game for Portland are all kind of priced where they should be, if not a little high. Yeah, for sure. And, I mean, this is a good spot for them. 
Uh, Dame is a, a Phoenix Suns killer, but I, I don't think I can play him here. Um, Portland is probably going to be almost a scratch off outside of maybe if I decide to play Trevor Ariza or something like that, um, just to kind of pull, pull in a little value. But I'm with you, man. You definitely can't play McCollum at 8,200. And uh, Damian Lillard at 97, um, he, he can still get there. I think he would have maybe gotten there last night, didn't play the last, you know, four or five minutes of the game because of the blowout there that they were producing against Washington. Um, but I, I I think you're right, man. These guys are priced out. And look, Whiteside can still drop 50. Dane can still drop 50. I still don't think we'll need him to win a GVP. Does 50, yeah, as I was going to say, does like 50 from Lillard really kill you? Right. Yep. We're not going to need not. him, I don't think. Phoenix side of things, like with eight and doubtful, you know, the, the value guys here, Diallo is 3,200. I know he hasn't been playing like a ton of minutes, but I have a hard time not seeing Diallo play like, you know, at least 20 minutes here. I have a hard time not seeing Baines. I feel like Baines and Diallo could split the minutes against Whiteside at center here. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm on board with that for sure. Um, maybe Dario Sarge will pick up a few extra minutes, but he's not going to, you know, really be – unless they switch or something, he's not going to be on white side as much. If eight and six. I think the big players here, man, uh, Mikel Bridges has been, you know, getting all the minutes that he can handle on most nights. I think this is another good spot for him. Portland is not playing great defense at all. So, uh, you know, I, I don't hate Bridges. Rubio is finally priced back up about where he should be. Uh, but I still think we could play him. There's just so many guys in that 7 to 8K range that Ricky Rubio may not make – he wouldn't make my main team. And um, I'm not sure if he'd make 20 teams. Maybe he'd make – if I went up to 50 teams, maybe he'd make it. But uh, I still think he's a good play at 7,100. Uh, yeah, like for me when I'm looking at this spot, like I think Booker has some upside – if this game stays close, I think Rubio has some upside. We've definitely seen an in- increase in usage for him. Rubio's been fantastic if we really look at it. Over 35 fantasy points in, in, in five of the last six games. Um, it, it's hard not to like Rubio. Even at 7,100, like, he's been a guy that's been absolutely crushing, and he gets a matchup here against Portland, a game that should stay close. Portland allows the fourth most fantasy points per game to opposing point guards, like – I think I like Rubio the more I, like, talk it out. I, I think I like Rubio a little bit more than I had, like, originally thought I was going to like him. So, don't mind Rubio here. I, I really, man, like, just thinking about it, I, I think that he he's potentially one of those guys you're looking at maybe as, like, a late-night hammer. Uh, all right, Milwaukee, L.A., 223 total. Lakers favored by two. George Hill is the only question mark that we have here. Well, there is – I'm not going to say it's like a strong possibility, but there's a chance this is the NBA Finals matchup um, this year. Like, the Bucks, they have the opportunity to win the East. I really, you know, struggle to see a team beating them in the East. Um, but, man, oh, man, this should be a really good game. It's just – it's hard to really, like, love it um, fantasy-wise. But – Giannis in a game that's going to be close, 11-2 is not enough. Um, if this game stays close, he should crush. Yeah, absolutely. And, and what I will say is I think, um, like you said, if it's close, if Giannis plays 35 minutes 
he's probably on his way to 70-plus fantasy points. So I'm with you. Um, but he's, it's still, he's the only guy that I'm going to want to play from this team. I don't want to play Bledsoe. I don't want to play Middleton. I'm not playing extra bucks when Giannis is back and fully, 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 uh, fully healthy. I only play those guys when Giannis is not playing. If they get 60 this game, God bless them. I'll talk it up and, and, and move on to the next day. But Giannis is by far the only player I would play from this team against the Lakers. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. I, I, I don't think I would necessarily talk you off of playing Middleton here. Um, like, he'd be the only other guy that I feel like I would feel comfortable with. Like, I, again, I'm not even going to recommend him. I'm just saying, like, if you were going to play him, I'm not going to sit here, like I said, and talk you off of playing Middleton uh, at 6,800 because, like, if he gets hot from three-point land, like, he could easily – and, like, this is a guy that he's multiple times um, taken at least – you know, taking double-digit three-point attempts. So, um, the Lakers side of things, man, Anthony Davis was cruising the other night. Um, he looked smooth, 37 actual points, 9,800. They really don't have someone unless they try to throw Giannis on him to match up with him in this matchup. Yeah, man, not at all. And uh, he's definitely my favorite play from from the Lakers side, Anthony Davis, ninety eight hundred. Like you said, I mean, you can't. I mean, it's just a great price for him. I think with the risk of him possibly leaving the game in the first quarter with a hangnail. Um, I, I, I may leave him on the shelf. I, I'm still going to side with Trey and Bradley Beal, I think, um, in terms of big spins. And look, you can still get Anthony Davis. Um, I almost feel like I, I'd rather play Sabonis, though. I just – I like Anthony Davis. He's too cheap, obviously, for for an extremely competitive matchup. Um, but if all those guys sat for Indiana and we've got Trey and Beal, I, I still think I'm going to side with some of those guys over him today. Uh, he would definitely make if – if I'm running a three-entry max and I'm running three different teams, he's on one of the teams for sure. Is he on my main team? I don't think so. Yeah, like I, I'm pretty much – I'm on the same boat with you if I was playing one team. I don't know if he necessarily makes the build for me as much as I like the Orlando Magic game um, and as much as I like I like Trey Young and those guys. So, like, I, I think I'm with you as far as just – if I'm building one team, he probably doesn't make the cut for me. But if I'm building any more than one team, he, yes, he, yes, he's certainly, he's certainly like a uh, Giannis, a Giannis Anthony Davis like late night hammer stack. If this game oh, stays God. remotely close and they both play 35 plus minutes, like if your value guys do anything in those early games, you are just sitting there going, all right, keep going. Can I get overtime? Like that, that's how you're ending your night. You're just like, Oh, keep on going. Let's go more yeah. points. Here we go. Could you, um, could you imagine 70 from, from uh, Giannis and, and really we're saying it, but it's not outside of the realm of possibility. Giannis and 80 just drop a 70 burger at the end of the night and, Gosh, man, 140 points from two players. Good night. The crazy thing is both of them can do it. That, that's why exactly. – That's why, like, if you're looking at playing, like, one of these two guys, you potentially just take the shot on rolling the dice and playing both of them together. Yeah, I like that call for sure. Game, stack it up. All right, well, let's play the morning grind game and then we'll get out of here. Uh, favorite play under 5X, 5K to 7X. Uh, who do you got? Man, you know – I, I'm gonna I'm gonna refrain from using 
the uh, the um, the Indiana guys. I'm gonna stick in this Miami game, man. I, I like Jay Crowder today at 4,800 against New Orleans. I I like it. I, I think he can get there. I think this is a, a, an exceptional spot for him to excuse me to get the job done. I really thought you were gonna take my guy. As much as you talked about him when we were breaking down the games, I'm gonna go with Cam Reddish uh, at 4100. <laughs> I'm taking the value, man. Like, yes, Hunter has been my guy, but the fact that like you know Reddish is just so much cheaper here, like sign me up. Like, there's no reason that they don't play him the minutes if he's healthy, and there's no reason to play him if he isn't healthy. So, sign me up um, for Cam. Cam Reddish here. Um, again, I just I really like the price tag for him, and I'm just I'm gonna keep taking advantage of these cheap Atlanta guys, um, especially in a matchup here uh, against uh, Washington. Yes. Well, over 8K to go under 5x. Who's your bust today? Man, over 8K to go under 5x. It, it's I almost feel like it's kind of tough to have a bust, but. Um, we talked about this where we felt like maybe these guys were already kind of priced appropriately. Um, here's one guy that we thought was overpriced. I'm going to go Aaron Gordon at 8,600. I just think he's the obvious possible play to not hit value here. All right. I'm going to go with CJ McCollum um, kind of towards the bottom, but uh, oh, yeah. I think with Lillard back, the shot attempts yeah. are going to be down for him. I just don't see him doing as much with the ball in his hand either. So for me, it's CJ McCollum. Uh, favorite 6X play, Will, who do you got? Here we go. This is the guy we talked about earlier, man. I, I, I'm going to go with Mr. Sabonis at 8,700. And the reason why I like this play, even if Warren plays, he's still playing the Chicago Bulls. I, I like Sabonis here to really go 50-plus. I, I, I love this for Sabonis. I'm going to go with one of my favorite plays on the entire slate, a guy that we we talked about a lot um, as we were breaking down this game. I've talked about how much I like this team. I am a homer, so you know, take it for what you want to take it as, but give me Fultz um, in this spot to go 6X. I, like I, I think my boy is too cheap. I think he is re, rejuvenated with the Orlando Magic, and he's playing really good this season. Um, give me Fultz with no Fournier here to go 6X. I like it. Uh, Let's get weird GPP play of the day, Will. Who do you got? Man, let's get weird. This is a guy we kind of really talked about early on, um, and we may end up not needing him. Patty Mills, 3,200. Let's get weird GPP play. Patty Mills. I like that one. Do you you want to take a wild guess? Uh, We did not talk about my guy. Um, when we were breaking down the games. Do you, do you just want to take a wild guess? Man, that's a tough one. Um, he he started the other night for the Chicago Bulls. Give me Shaq Harrison. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah as soon as you said started, I was like, not, not Shaq Harrison. Yeah. I don't right. know if he'll start again, but with all the value that we have on this slate, I have a hard time seeing a lot of people play Shaq Harrison in this spot. Yeah. And if he plays 28 minutes again, like, I could see him getting there. It's a terrible matchup. Give me Shaq Harrison. Um, yeah. They need they need to get these guys minutes. So, 
Will, uh, cash game tournaments, doesn't matter. DraftKings, FanDuel, Yahoo, Fantasy Draft does not matter. Anything standing out to you today? Yeah, man, actually, for sure. I think, I think for those of you that maybe, you know, you're not able to play in the monster from time to time because, you know, the pricing is all over the place. It's $400, it's $500, it's $800. Because they're running a big 3300 today, I mean, you've got the monster at $333. If you can get in there, I mean, I, you know, the max, it's only five max entries, 15K to first, but, you know, only a 167-person field paying out 22.75%. You're going to mid-cash 1.8X, and first place is 30%. So I I think, you know, if, if you've been kind of teeter-tottering on the edge, you've kind of got your bankroll to a comfortable place, hopping at 333 for the monster, man. I will say this every slate until we're done with it. Single entry series, let's fill these things up. You know, they're giving us really good payouts, really good payout structure. First place, only 10% of the field. It's $100 entry this week. Uh, really love this, the, the windmill. Yeah, uh, love the single entry series. And again, you know, I'm a company man. I don't care. Um, but I feel like these tournaments are fantastic. The best. I- I'm going to go over to DraftKings today. Talked about the tiers contest yesterday. Again, if you haven't checked those out and you're, you know, you're kind of at that point where you're ready for baseball to start because you're sick of playing salary cap, um, take a chance and, and, you know, check out those tiers. But today, the $20 three-entry max tournament over there on DraftKings, maybe you've been doing well in the $3 three-entry max tournament that I've been talking about. You've been able to build your bankroll. I like the payout structure in this tournament today. Pays 23% of the field. Min cash is 2X. Top 10's under 40%. Still like it closer to like 30. But, you know, beggars can't be choosers. And uh, I feel like if you're looking at this game or this slate, I feel like a three-entry max. It's a three-entry max slate for me. There's a lot of, you know, different ways that I want to attack this slate. So, um, that was one that, you know, even before Will and I don't plan this stuff. We don't talk this stuff out before we get going. Mm-hmm. Um, we got going and I was like, he's on the same page as me. This is a slate where we want some more entries than just one. So, um, make sure you're checking out this three entry max tournament. It's a fantastic tournament over there on DraftKings. Will send us home with your favorite over under for the weekend, man. I, let me get that pulled back up because I did have one and I lost it. I'm actually going somewhere that I, I don't think you're anticipating today. I'm going to stay away from Atlanta. I'm going to stay away from uh, the New Orleans. I'm actually going to I'm actually going to attack your your Orlando Magic, man. There's 235 total. Um, usually I take the under on Orlando. I'm actually going to take the over today. I, I'm actually going to take the over. I think uh, I think Orlando can score 120 here with ease. I, I really do. So. Um, I, I, I'm taking the over on that, on that, on that total with Orlando on the road in Minnesota. All right. I'm going to stick in this game. I'm going to take Orlando minus two. Um, love the magic in this game. You know, we already really talked about it as we were going. Um, my streak bets hit on Wednesday. I was able to get my streak going again. Um, got it going here on Thursday with Philly plus five. Haven't even really checked into that game because they've been playing as we've been recording. So hopefully I can keep it going here. We head into the weekend and keep it rolling with Orlando uh, minus two. And Philly's up by nine. So that um, my lock bet on Thursday is looking pretty good, too. So, Will, any final thoughts before we get out of here? Nah, man. En- enjoy the weekend, everybody. Uh, you know, I'll be around in Discord from time to time. 
trying to help answer some questions if you need me. And uh, let, let's continue to make some money all the way through MLB, man. All right. I'll be around in Discord a lot. Uh, if you have NASCAR uh, premium here at Roto-Grinders, you can, you can talk to me as much as you want in Discord because I'll be there all weekend. So appreciate you guys listening. We'll be back Monday talking some more hoops. Good luck in your contest, and we'll see you then.